0: Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their
2: great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumerated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension. Just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com
1: sports. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
0: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view.
3: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 So, RJ, we talked a lot about it before the season started in college football, that it felt like Alabama and Clemson versus everybody else. But here we are a few weeks into the college football season, and it feels like they've got company near the top. I wonder if Jonas is
4: thinking, you know, Colin was saying Clemson was all-time great. (laughs) Should I bring that up or not? Oh, I won't. Was that going on? No, (laughs) no, I'll leave that alone. Ah, I'll leave that alone. That means he was thinking Uh it. Okay, Brad. Brad. This is what we're going to show. We're going to show that entering the season, it was a two-team race, at least the odds thought so, and we're going to show how much it's changed. So entering the year, if you said, I want Alabama or and or Clemson, any combination of them win it, oh, how great. If they both are in the finals – What was the betting proposition?
5: Uh, The betting proposition had Alabama and Clemson a 2-1 to favorite, so right around 65% chance to win it.
4: All right, so you actually had to bet $2 to win a dollar if you wanted both Alabama and Clemson. Yep. But a lot of people would have thought that was cheap. Yeah. Now, what's happened since? Let's look at Bama. How has Bama done in your power rankings? You do, uh, I think, the best power ratings in the business in college Football, how's Alabama been adjusted? They
5: met expectations. They're flat. Flat. No change. Yep.
4: Nope. Clemson, how have they done
5: Downgrade Clemson by about a point and a half. Some would say one and a-, a half points. Yes, one and a half points.
4: Okay. And the rationale was they were up a little bit when they were blowing teams out. Yes. And then that North Carolina game.
5: Down two points from last week's performance alone, RJ. Does part of you kind of, there's Fezic one and Fezic two. <laughs> yeah, there can be sometimes.
4: So Brad one and Brad two, now th- do they both wear baseball caps turned backwards? No, no. No. What's Brad two do?
5: Uh, Brad two is more similar to, I think he's a lower guy. I think uh, he's more similar to Haystack Hank.
4: Oh, so, oh yeah, my God. Even so, wh- worse. so what you're saying is what you're showing us is your best self. <laughs>
5: yeah. Oh, which isn't saying oof, much.
4: Oof. Okay, now, <laughs> But what we'll say is that the case could be made that North Carolina law or almost loss is more meaningful. They kind of play devil's advocate with that quickly.
5: Yeah, and I think you brought this up, and it's a solid point. I mean, what does it really mean if you're a four- or five-touchdown favorite and you're killing teams by 40 points, RJ? What does that really mean? But yet, in a game against North Carolina last week, a competitive game where you're favored by four touchdowns and you almost lose, comes down to a two-point conversion. That might be the more meaningful data point other than those blowout wins earlier.
4: Yeah, because if you think about it, and guys, this is something I've given a ton of thought to recently, and it's I think life... There's a lot of life lesson in this. I'll say it quickly because it is fairly simple. What should you look at with all the evidence around you? Whatever you're trying to figure out. Should I marry this girl? Should I bet this game? Whatever. Is what are the odds of something happening that happened? And really consider the outliers. Like, oh, my gosh, the chance of that was only 10%. So let's say the gal you're thinking of marrying does something amazingly nice, something that maybe only one out of 10 girls would do. It'd be like, wow, that means something. But if you have a Clemson team that is supposed to win by 35 and they win by 50, that's going to happen, what, about ooh 40% of the time, yes. right, Brad? So you, you take that as a little bit more than a coin flip, but then if you're supposed to win a game by almost 30 and it comes down to the end— that's kind of like a 10 to what, you know, that's like a 10% shot, right? Yes.
5: Oh, less than that. You, you look at well, the. Well, it would have
4: been less than that if they would have lost yes, the game, right? Fair enough. So even to come down at the end, probably about 10%, yes. right? Yep. That has to be super weighted, yep. right? So to me, I think you might be a little generous with Clemson, but a point and a half down. Now the team's surging. Let's start with the easy one Georgia, they were supposed to be the third best team. How have they done?
5: They're about flat, Georgia. Game against Notre Dame, I mean, they won, but they certainly didn't cover. The expectation was Georgia would run over Notre Dame. We didn't see that. So I think the jury's still out on how good Georgia is. And you're going to say, RJ, don't we have this question every year? How good is Georgia? Play someone
4: early, please.
5: Speaking of playing
4: someone early, let's give Auburn some credit, right? They had an amazing comeback early, and they've surprised since.
5: Yeah, so in the first game, Auburn's down 15 points against Oregon. They come back, rally, get the win, and they seem to be getting even better. I would argue their last two performances, last two weeks, winning at College Station, at Texas A&M, and blowing out Mississippi State. Two best performances. This is a team that's clearly surging. The Tigers are up three points.
4: Do you feel like maybe they're a little overrated, though? Like, how's your power rating for Auburn compared to the— The betting
5: market. I do think they're a little overrated because a lot of people this time of year, RJ, they're going to start to look at, you know, what's their ATS record? They're going to see a big five and oh for Auburn, which means they covered every game, covered every game. But the reality is the first three games of that cover streak, RJ, they covered by a combined four points, four points, three games. So, yeah, I do think they're a little overrated.
4: Just to be clear, the low point of that first game, what was their chance Auburn of winning it?
5: Uh, like 10% maybe. So, oh, it was that high. I thought it was even worse than that. You you meant covering or winning. Oh,
4: okay. That's an interesting point. Okay. 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 Good point. Again, I'm, I'm revealing the truth of my mind is, is the covering is what I remember. (laughs) Yes.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Terms and conditions apply.
4: I'm RJ Bow, talking to Brad Powers with all the college knowledge. Okay, let's talk about OU, Oklahoma. And we did talk about their young defensive coordinator, but boy, you look at these numbers from the quarterbacks. And I heard Mike Lombardi, friend of the show, say, Well, if we're just going to give it to OU all the time, well, I, I like Mike too much to give that voice. <clears throat> he said very eloquently, <laughs> he said, if we're just going to give it to OU all the time, just call it the, you know, Lincoln Riley Award. It's like, well, who's been better Nobody. than these quarterbacks, right? So, well, are going to penalize this year's quarterback just because Lincoln Riley's had last year's quarterback or in the year before do well? I don't think so, but, boy, even better.
5: Yeah, so Jalen Hurts, this year's new transfer quarterback for Oklahoma. This is remarkable, R.J., Jalen Hurts has more touchdowns, more total yards through the first four games than Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray did the last two years. Now, here's the question that
4: might boggle the mind. If Hurts was in a situation where he had to get benched, even with his gaudy record and all that for Tua, the assumption is that Tua is such the better passer. Now, if Hurts goes to Lincoln Riley and is passing better than Tua at this point, is that fair to say? Yes, that is. Then... How good is it were they wrong about hurts or if Tua were in Oklahoma, it would be like Katie bar the door.
5: I think it's the latter Katie bar the door. I think Lincoln Riley is that good of an offensive coach.
4: I know you don't know this any more than any other expert. It's not like Vegas stuff. We've got the real inside. But do you feel like Lincoln Riley could do this in the pros, or do you? does it feel like this transfers? Jonas, jump in if you have a thought.
3: I think, yeah, it would transfer just based on his development of quarterbacks, as Brad said. Albert Breer was on Fox Sports Radio over a year ago, and Albert Breer, who's been covering the NFL for a long time for MMQB.com, and he said the conversation around not just the NFL and college football is that Lincoln Riley has a top five mind in all of football. Not just the college football, not just the Big 12, in all of football and NFL included.
4: Yeah, great stuff. Jonas Knox in L.A. Straight out of Vegas, we are. Okay. The Ohio State University. Full disclosure. (laughs) I'm a graduate. 92. Go
5: ahead. Huge up, Errol. In fact, I have upgraded Ohio State more than any other Power 5 team in the country.
4: Okay, so how many points?
5: Eight and a half points, more than a touchdown. So that basically means right now, Ohio State, what I've seen from them, they would be favored by eight and a half points over what I thought coming into the season.
4: All right, now, devil's advocate. He's going to have a slightly effeminate voice. Well, here's the question, though. (laughs) (laughs) What was their closest game? Coming in, were they ever, let's say, less than two touchdown favorites? No. So they've blown out a bunch of teams they were supposed to beat. Yes. What's impressive? Defense,
5: and that was a major question. Well, there's a lot of things, RJ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, Let's start with defense. Defense. So last year, the defense was the issue, especially giving up big plays. Ohio State ranked 118th, 118th in the country as far as allowing 30-yard plays or more. Big With chunk all plays. that speed, that's almost incomprehensible. It was This year, Ohio State in the same category, a lot of the same players. They had eight returning starters, fourth in the country. They've only allowed four plays of 30 yards or longer in five games.
4: Two things made me optimistic about Ohio State. One is they had a chance the first game to easily cover the spread. It was the first game of a, let's say, not controversial hire, but not an obvious hire for Coach Day, and he didn't make the statement.
5: That was, what, 28 nothing early? 28 nothing midway through the first quarter. Against? Against Florida Atlantic.
4: And they didn't even cover the spread. They
5: didn't. They only won by 24. They got outscored after that point.
4: Now, to me, that was a sign, and I said it contemporaneously. You did. This team's – this guy is confident about this team. Now, they've been covering since. You might say they've been running it up. We did a study on this. So we looked at all teams – and, Brad, you've got the exact numbers – all teams that win their games on average between – in the 40s, between 40 and 50 points. Yep. And we say, well, how many do they typically score in the first half? How many in the second? And how does Ohio State compare?
5: So, this is remarkable. We'll start with the teams that Ohio State's compared with. Those teams typically get about 40% of their margin in the second half. Ohio State only gets 29% of their margin in the second half. So, they're not running it up compared to other teams.
4: If anything, they're not even equal to those teams. Yep. They're scoring effectively 25% less points in cuz if 40 points are being scored and they're only by the other teams, they're only scoring 29% of their points and the other teams are 40% in the second, the Buckeyes are literally less than 75% as many points in the second half as the typical team winning by that margin. That's the opposite of running it up. Yes. They might be underrated.
5: (laughs) There's a chance.
4: We're going to find out exactly where they're rated, because when we come back in just a minute, what would the line be? Oklahoma, or check this, Alabama against the Buckeyes,
2: up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Go book your stay at graduatehotels.com.
0: Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better.
3: Straight out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will take a closer look at Thursday night football coming up later on tonight. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell.
4: You know, Jonas, I'm not asking you to account for this, but I'm sick and tired of those millennials. Oh, I don't want to die on the field. Oh, oh, wait, no, that doesn't work.
5: Coffee's for closers
4: only. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Brad. All right, Brad. Alabama, Ohio State, what's the line?
5: Alabama, a three-point favorite over the Buckeyes. On a neutral field. On a neutral.
4: And it would have been what, about 11?
5: 11, 11 and a half at the start of the season. Ooh, so
4: who do you like? Gut feeling, Jones. Alabama.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: Yep. Hater. Clemson, <laughs> Ohio
5: State. Clemson, about a one-point favorite over Ohio State.
4: Ooh, who do you like, Jones? Alabama. <laughs> you know that's smart. If your answer to any college football question is Alabama, <laughs> you're doing all right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen. The Buckeyes have a big game this weekend. Yes, they do.
3: The Buckeyes have a big game, and it's against Michigan State. As Ohio State is hosting the Spartans, and right now on Pregame.com, Ohio State a 20-point favorite.
4: Go, Brad.
5: I like Michigan State here. I'm going to step in front of the world and Ohio State and R.J. Bell here. I'm going to take the Spartans in their preferred role here. That Hold is- on a second. For those that don't know, because we got <laughs> – yeah. the ratings are
4: booming. This is the green button. Yeah. This is what separates Straight out of Vegas from any other show. They talk and talk and talk and get paid. We talk and talk, and then if someone says something we don't like – we press that. It's a green button. It's green. It's a button. It's got a big dollar sign and it makes a cash register sign. That means we auto bet. You can't say something. If you're not willing to bet it on it. The- now, Jonas gets a dispen- dispensation. I think the Catholic Church that I was raised in calls it, yeah, he's in LA, cross state lines, blah, blah, blah. But otherwise, now, Brad, I am going to give you a quick chance. Yeah, We bet a couple, you know, even uh, 200 on this in the podcast. Yeah. If you want more exposure, I'll give it to you. If you don't, I won't press the button today.
5: I have never done this, RJ. I would like to buy out of the previous bet from our podcast. That's how not now, confident I am.
4: Now that's fascinating. Yeah. I'm so kind to you. Fez yes. Fez would die for this kind of yes. treatment, but you're 20 years younger yeah. than Fez. <laughs> he's been he's a grizzled veteran. Yeah. What has you because you were pretty you felt good about that bet just two days ago. Yeah,
5: I did. So, what has me worried was the, the handicap, you know, Ken Thompson. We had Tuesdays with Thompson here on Straight Out of Vegas. His handicap, talking about the Buckeyes' speed around the edge, concerns me. And what also concerns me, Joel Klatt tweeted this. He said, How many touchdowns has Michigan State scored against Ohio State the last two years against worse Ohio State defenses? Michigan State scored zero touchdowns the last two years against Ohio State. Now, are they expected to score against an even better Ohio State defense? I'm not buying it. Well, I'll tell you this. Guys, this is something where some of
4: you might be thinking so wrong and the opposite is so right. You might think, wait a minute, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge, is letting Joel Klatt, just a media guy, a good media guy, but a media guy, what do you think Vegas guys do? They acquire information wherever you can get it. And the the best bettors in Vegas, and I think this is – I'm not saying that's me – But I think something I do exceptionally well is what the best bettors do, which is they assimilate the info and they identify what's important and what's white noise. You, you, I would say the whole year you've changed your mind on maybe three bets. Yep. But you're willing to do it. Guys, that is the lesson. What Vegas does is not magic. It's literally just taking all that information, coming to better conclusions, and... They've got that Vegas, that 10% of Vegas knowledge that the other people don't.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.